On this episode of Punk's Talk Wrestling, we see the hilarious return of R-Truth. We almost get a Money in the Bank cash-in before the long-awaited return of the Viper, Randy Orton. And just as we thought, that's all, folks. Hell literally freezes over as we give you our review of 2023's Survivor Series War Games. I am R.W. Hellborn, one half of your Punk's Talk Wrestling tag team hosts, hailing quote-unquote from Philly! And always by my virtual side, 3,500 miles away in London, England, he is my tag team podcast partner, the coriander to my oregano, the proper prick, CJ Newman! Oh man, this intro just gets better and better every week. Um, did you know that Survivor Series 1993 marked the first and only time in WWE history that a non-WWE championship title or non-owned like owned championship title, so I'm not counting the ECW championship or the WCW championship, like an actual championship belt that wasn't affiliated with the WWE whatsoever was defended at Survivor Series 1993. Oh shit, was that, was that the, uh, Jeff Jarrett with the TNA title? Uh-uh. The NWA championship? Nah. No? No. It was um it was uh the Rock and Roll Express versus the Heavenly Bodies and it was for the Smoky Mountain Smoky Mountain Wrestling Tag Team Championships. Holy shit. It was the only time not- in history that that a uh, championship was defended. Now, I think there's maybe a few championships may have appeared on WWE television, but they never were defended. Okay, and like the I... WCW title was defended on Raw, but it was owned by the WWE at that point. At that point. And I so, remember, th- yeah. I do remember there was a point in time, well, when Ric Flair, for, when Ric Flair first came to the WWE, yeah. um, in his promos, he had the big gold belt with right, him yeah. still. And, and there was a moment, I, I believe it was Jeff Jarrett. That's That was my first thought was it was Jeff Jarrett with the NWA world title. Or, or, or something of that nature. I'll, ha- I'll need to I'll need to look that up because I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, we are, you know, and and funny enough, it's you know, weirdly enough, we haven't been uh, we haven't been getting any criticism from anyone calling out any mistakes lately. So yeah, we must not have been making any. That mistakes. means we're not making any mistakes. That means so. that means we are once again continuing on our perfect track record of everything we say is is right unless we're wrong, and then it's still right anyway yeah because i don't care enough um we're not yeah that's right we may not be what we may not be we may not be right but we're never wrong that's (laughs) but yeah that would be the only time that's ever happened and it seems like jim Cornette just struck some kind of deal with vince mcmahon at the time and Mm. there we are and it was the once and very only time that it's ever happened in history welcome to the wonderful world of punks talk wrestling where we are punks and we talk about wrestling yeah I guess that's our Man, slogan, What are we right? going to talk about? What are we talking about today? We're talking about Survivor... Su- blah, blah, blah. <laughs> We're talking about Survivor Series 2023. Yeah. Survivor we, Series I, War Games. War Games. War Games. Once uh, again, from, uh, once again, the one of our favorite... Yeah, we're going to get it. We're going to get into a lot of things that have happened over the past um, few days. By golly, have a lot of things happened over the last few yeah. days. Yeah. 
Um, you know, like 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 I said in the intro, the biggest I mean the biggest thing for me, obviously, is that our truth is back. Our truth's back. Randy it's Orton's a joke. back. It's a it's joke just... that it's a joke that Triple H literally said right after the press like right <laughs> that was after the event. By the way, yeah. It was great. Yeah. And and honestly, I'll be honest. That's the that's the guy I was most happy to see because I didn't expect it. I certainly didn't expect to see our truth Saturday night. Uh, he's a, so, no matter who you are, what wrestling promotion you might enjoy most. You everyone if, loves our truth. If you don't love our truth, then then you are then you don't exist to me. You're probably a bad you're like, person. You're, you're probably you're probably a, a horrible person. you're probably a horrible person, and, yeah. and and you should you know. You should never show your face anywhere. Yeah, because um, it's awesome. You either love, yeah, you either love our truth or you're not a human being. That confirmed. You know? Yeah, confirmed. Confirmed. Yeah. yeah. Um, sound off in the comments by just telling us how much you love our truth. Post post your favorite our truth meme. Post your favorite our truth memory. Um, there's many of them. There's many of them. You know, the only thing I will say this: the only thing that this pay per view lacked. And and our truth saved it. Was there was no former and future WWE champion Jinder Mahal. That's Shout right. Shout out to former future Jinder Mahal, whom we whom we dedicate every episode to. Whether or not whether or not we dedicate it on air, just know it doesn't mean that, that it isn't. Just no, let it be known that from now on, whether we rely on that say it or not on the episode, every single episode of Punk Talk Wrestling is dedicated to Jinder forever Mahal forever and always. Forever it and always, will. and all the last yeah. ones, all the last fifteen or something. And thing, any, and anything that we do in our entire life, like everything we do in our entire lives now, should, I think is just going to be dedicated. Like you know, mm-hmm. my 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 dinner. I'm gonna I'm gonna you know I'm gonna make dinner with my wife, and I'm gonna dedicate the dinner to to, to just... Jinder Mahal. When I you know when I put on when I put on pants in the morning, I'm gonna dedicate putting on my socks and my yeah. pants. This belt, this belt around my waist, is dedicated to Ginger Mahal. I leave the work every day, listening to to his music. I'm wearing my brassic hoodie again. For the, I didn't mention it last week, but I, but even last week I I was wearing my brassic hoodie. My brassic hoodie has become my record the Punk Talk Wrestling episode hoodie for winter. Like so, just imagine me in my brassic hoodie every week when you listen to this podcast. And imagine my pants dedicated to Jinder Mahal. Whether or not I'm wearing pants, you can't tell because this is just an audio. Podcast. I can tell. It's in your voice. You, yeah, you certainly can. Yeah. When that, when you know. When everything's so much freer and looser. Yeah. You're much That's freer just, and looser. Pants, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's de- there's definitely a looseness. Yeah. To being pantsless. Um. Speaking speaking of pantsless, shout shout out to shout out to uh, Drew McIntyre on this episode of Monday Night Raw where he lost his kilt and was just basically running around the le- the end of his segment with his leather jacket and his, and just like just pants gym, on just like gym shorts they underwear. looked like they yeah they looked like just black you know long boxer briefs yeah yeah um, but at least we know um, He's not- at least we. Yeah, he he's not proper. He's not being proper Scottish when he's on live television. Thank God. Uh, well, I mean, well, I mean, all of the fe- the female audience members are probably disappointed, probably disappointed. But, but I'm, I'm I, I mean, actually, I'm probably you know half half of the male audience, a lot of the male audiences. I won't say half, but you know, you know, there's a chance. If that was, if there was, you know, if there was ever a, if there was ever a superstar 
to have a to have a wardrobe malfunction and we and we saw you know and we saw the <laughs> Uh, the Scottish twig and berries. No, the, the Loch Ness monster. The Loch Ness, yeah, the Loch. Yeah, <laughs> the Scottish sword unsheathed. It would be. It would certainly be Drew McIntyre. Just you know, I know. I know there, there's other podcasts that there, there's other podcasts. One of our favorite podcasts, the, the something to wrestle with Bruce Pritchard, which we love. Shout out to Bruce Pritchard. I know they've had a long-standing joke about uh, Batista's dick, but it, you know. <laughs> I think I think this I think this podcast the only the only dick we're going to talk about is, is Drew McIntyre's our, is Drew McIntyre's or ourselves. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, oh shit! I actually oh I accidentally started the the intro again. I didn't need to do that. <laughs> but uh, I can't get over the the Scottish sword unsheathed. That's yeah. That's a good. That's a good. Uh, that's a good one. And definitely putting in the bio for this episode that we talk about Drew McIntyre's dick. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Ooh, was, oh, what's that? That's, um, do you guys have tango out in America? No. No. No, I don't think, I don't think we have a tango. So this is orange tango. It's like, uh, they do, well, they do a few flavors, orange and apple being the main, main two, but yeah. Okay. I've got an orange tango. I believe, hold on. What is is it is it is it a is it a like a carbonated soda or it is, is it like it's a like a drink? it's like a yeah it's like a fizzy drink. Okay, um, <laughs> fizzy fizzy drink. That's what we call them out here, <laughs> fizzy drinks. I know, I know, it's, I know. It's just funny because you know that's. Oh yeah, you guys call them sodas, right? Yeah, yeah, they're called they're called soda, or or in the south, uh, they call it pop. Pop. We call it pop. Well, we do call it pop. It's more. That's more of a. Um, I'd say more of a northern thing. Okay. Um, so it's it's southern. Yeah, pop is southern for us. Right. Well, oh, speaking speaking of pop, hold on a second. You know that you know what that sound is? I didn't even hear a sound. Oh, you didn't? Hold on, let me try it again. Let me, let me get it closer to the microphone. Oh, hello. What was that? There you go. That is my icebreakers ice cube cinnamon <laughs> gum. I should have guessed. Yes. You came prepared this week. I came prepared. I put this. I put the gum on my desk last night, while to make sure that I did not forget it. I did not want to risk. I kind of got uh, used you know. to you having to run around the house for five minutes trying to look for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not today. Not today, buddy. There's um, too much at stake. We don't. We don't have time. There's to waste. so much to fucking talk about. There's so many things I want to know your opinion of, and I'm dying to fucking hear them. <laughs> I'm uh, yeah, and I'm dying. To get it all out, um, I've got my gum, I've got my coffee, and I've got my water, and I've, and, and I've got you. Yeah, that's right. That's all, I'm that's right all we here. need. That, yeah, that's all. That's all I need. Um. Uh, so, all right. So let's get right into it. Survivor yeah. Series 2023, November 25th, from the mm-hmm. Rose from Rosemont Illinois All State Arena, a very famous arena for for wrestling. In fact, yes. Um, in fact, this was the third Survivor Series to ever be held from uh, from um, words from, from, um, arena, from the Allstate Arena. Yes. Yep, and something I literally just found out right now. Um, this is insane. Okay. <laughs> um, next week, uh, next week's episode is going to be a review review of uh, Judgment Day 1998. Yes, we determined that last week. That's right. Uh, yes, for, for listeners that tuned in last week. Guess we what arena that was held the in. Dice. 
The Rosemont Arena? <laughs> the, the All-State Arena in Rosemont, yep. Illinois. Yep. Yeah, the Rose- yeah. yeah. How <laughs> yeah. crazy is that? Ridiculous. Yeah. Our dice, our dice just, keep, are just... Just keep so giving, so giving. Yeah, yeah. And when, when you look at that card, I don't, I don't know if you've, if you've started that I haven't one started. Yet. Yeah, I was going to, and I never... I haven't started yet, though. I did, and it, it, it's going to be a bumpy... It's going to be a bumpy ride. I mean, we're yeah. going to get into some prime... Uh, prime attitude era. Oh yeah, uh, some really good shit. But <laughs> but once again, a a, a pay per view that was was I guess critically underwhelming according to according Seems, to I I have read the Wikipedia page. It's one thing I did do is read the Wikipedia page. Yes. Oh so. uh, yeah. Shout out to Wikipedia. I did. I did just make my my donation to Wikipedia this morning. Good man. Uh, so yeah, uh, once again, shout out to Wikipedia. Support Wikipedia. They are um, they are excellent. We could we really wouldn't know half of the shit we know uh, or, or can talk about without Wikipedia. So yeah. this this uh, Punk's Talk Wrestling podcast is sponsoring Wikipedia. <laughs> officially, we are officially sponsoring Wikipedia, and we suggest that any any listeners go and. Give Wikipedia a couple bucks, help them stay in business and and stay an awesome uh, site for for free information on everything. They're literally everything in the world. Um, Yeah, so 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 there's that. Uh, Yeah, yeah, we got a Survivor Series. Yeah, so Survivor Series 1989, 2019, and uh, and 2023 all being held from the All State Arena. Uh, We had a Huge attendance of seventeen thousand one hundred thirty-eight. Obviously, went for the smaller sized um, um, Titantron again, so they could fit more people in for sure. Yes. What's the now? I I don't know what the max capacity because obviously when whenever WWE are wrestling, you know they have to they have to limit some of the seats in an arena because so, the Titantron and stuff you can't sit behind. That. Yeah. So, so by the what, looks of things, uh, it says. I mean. For a basketball game, it's seventeen thousand five hundred. For a concert, it can be eighteen thousand to twenty-two thousand. I guess that depends on the size of the stage, where the stage is. Yeah, and, and obviously, put on the floor. Yeah, you, you with 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 the concerts, you can just pack people in standing, so it's different. So right. with with it's basically they they got about just about the same amount as what a basketball game would. So okay, so so we can we can it's safely... a setup. It's it's a that was a capacity crowd, unlike yeah. unlike some crowds that claim capacity yeah. but are far from it. Yeah. Um, and 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 seventeen one thirty eight is a very specific number. Oh yeah, that's that, that's a counted number for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So we've got Michael Cole and Corey Graves uh, returning. Corey Graves yeah. returning to commentary. Just becoming a dad. Just yeah, congratulations to Corey and Carmella yeah. on, on uh, the birth of their first child yeah i don't recall what they named it but i don't really pay attention to other people's children much so there you go <laughs> so, <laughs> there's that so i don't know but i can still congratulate them on that's that right. because you know that's that's great for them yep uh we got marcelo rodriguez and jerry sato on spanish commentator commentary and uh mike rome and samantha Irvin uh for the ring announcers that's right yeah with uh oh, we've got a pre-show panel. We had a pre-show panel of Caleb Braxton, Jackie Redman, Peter Rosenberg, Booker T, and Wade Barrett, which I didn't watch. I didn't watch the pre. Yeah, I, I didn't watch the pre-show. I had the pre-show on, but they, you know, 
most of the pre-show there was no pre-show match this no they, uh, they this... rarely do pre-show, pre-show matches these days which i kind of yeah. like i don't i kind of like, like that no one's really relegated to a pre-show anymore which is quite yeah nice. yeah i feel like i feel like that's the better i feel like that's the better play there it, it, it's really just it's really just getting people now i don't know i don't know is there you know wwe used to have their pre-shows somewhere for free and i don't know if that just they still do i think they still put them on youtube oh okay you can watch them on youtube yeah that makes sense that makes sense yeah um we've got referees jason ayers jessica carr daphne Lashawn, eddie ortega charles robinson ryan tran and rod zapata uh, for tonight's <laughs> matches a lot of referees it was a lot of referees when you think there's only five matches but then you realize there they were surround two the, referees they surround the war games um cage don't they there's one on each side there's one, one, yeah, one at the door there were, there's one yes that that's true and i didn't and i didn't think about the referee at the door yeah. either um so yeah there were two two in the ring one in one in each of the rings yeah for the war games and then one at the door um yeah so first match is the yeah. uh damage control which was bailey oscar io sky and kairose versus uh Belair, flair shotzi and becky lynch oh yeah we did find out we did find out during the kickoff pre-show mm. that it was bianca's it was the face team that won the ruffles sponsored fan oh yeah because this match was sponsored by ruffles yeah, the yes, Ruffles was a big, uh, big sponsorship of yeah. Survivor Series this year. Um, so good for them. Yeah, Ruffles. We we had and and funny enough, without even knowing that, we had some Ruffles potato chips in our uh, in our watch party. Well, look here. at that. Just uh, just you know, just uh, just so happened to have them. Did you have any Slim Jims, but to hand either? As well? No, I totally forgot to get to get Slim Jims, and then I you would have been because you would have been totally prepared with all the correct yeah. sponsors of this pay-per-view no. but we did but we did get our uh, traditional domino's uh fiery hawaiian pizza hell yeah as, uh, um so you know shout out to uh, uh, us again sponsoring domino's uh, free <laughs> free sponsorship for all of these companies that don't know we exist yet <laughs> um this um this this first match was was great i mean they got just the same amount really was near enough the same amount of time as the the men's um war games literally like about a minute difference really yeah 33 we got we got a run time of 33 minutes and 35 seconds as uh uh according to the wikipedia page and point point of that being not only not only did they get the same amount of time uh you know the men's the men's match clocked in at 34 minutes and 50 seconds so a minute and you know a little on a little more than a minute less but there were two additional people in the men's match which means it took an additional 6 minutes that's true yeah for the for the match to officially start yeah yeah and i really let's let's talk about that for a second before mm. we get into the match let's talk about the rules and the way cuz we cuz we touched on this last week when we talked about war games uh 1993 Yep, from a from keep, full brawl. They keep saying that they keep saying that the match doesn't start until all all people enter the ring, and I think they just need to stop 
They just need to stop using that term because the match obviously starts when the first two people I guess, are in the ring. I guess the way they're seeing it is that, like, the way they say the match doesn't officially start is because there's no referee there to officiate a damn thing. It is literally right. a, a brawl until a referee turns up. Yes, there, there, there is. There cannot be. There cannot be a pinfall or submission. There cannot yeah. be. There cannot be a conclusion to the match until yeah. all members are in the ring. Exactly. But, but. But let's just look at it the same. I mean, look at it the same way the Royal Rumble. The Royal Rumble can't finish until the 30th guy is in the ring. And that match starts when the match starts. Yeah, that's true. So they, I, I think they just need to stop saying that the match doesn't start until that. Because it, it's, it, it, it's just to, not logical. It's, a, it's, a bell, it's like a and, bells and whistles thing. It's just, it, doesn't, yeah. it doesn't do anything. It serves no purpose. But it's just, it's kind of cool. I mean, it, I will say this, that. When the last person does enter and they um, the the ring announcer just gets to say and let the war games begin, it's it's cool. It's cool to hear that. Like yes, Samantha. Yes, yeah, Samantha and 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 Samantha does an a amazing great job, man. She's job so of that. I, she she is just shout out to Samantha. Irvin. She, she is, is such a, a good ring announcer, man. Seriously, yeah. like. The way you know what it's not just the way she announces, but sometimes it's like she puts cadence on certain people's names. Like for example, Chelsea Green. She doesn't. Oh, it's literally just right? say the same thing. Yeah. On, on Raw the next night. And yeah, we'll get she to doesn't Raw just we'll say Chelsea Raw Green. Too. She just says Chelsea Green. Chelsea. Like, it's great. Yes, she, it's so good. She gives them like she she announces them in their characters. It, that's exactly you know? what she does. Like like for example, Gunther. She goes Gunther. She does yeah. it like the way she. Put some meat behind and it. Giovanni Vinci. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, just, I love her so much. I she, love. She's I love her. so damn she good is, at what she does. Yeah, yeah. Give, give that, give that woman a raise. Yeah. Give her, give her just so much. You know. Give her so much. Uh, give her so many flowers. Yeah. Give her all the flowers. <laughs> um, yeah. This match was amazing. We got to see the spot with Io Sky again that she did back in NXT, but I, I don't care because I love the, the trash can spot from the top of the cage. I, I do. I do love that. I do love that spot. It was it was fantastic to see again. It's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Like, she's just insane. Yeah. I I will say one thing. I was I was a little disappointed mm -hmm. because I was I was hoping to see uh, 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 Kyrie insane elbow off the top of the cage. Oh man, but would have but, loved that. But I, th I think it's like, I think that might be too. That might have. That might actually break. Would that would, would like, break her because she's like, she lands literally on her flat on her side. I don't know how she does an elbow drop like that. I've never seen anything like it. I I, I don't understand how she like. I think she, her bones must be made of rubber right because somehow. anyone else that does an elbow drop kind of there's a little bit of feet first then elbow right yeah but she's like full-on the, the first thing to hit the floor is her elbow like yeah it's it, and then it's all yeah it, it, it's not it's crazy and she kind of flops her body around as she's like falling through the sky it's, it's insane yeah i will uh, this we, we we also i know it's eo's spot but it was for a moment. I was hoping that Oscar would do this, do the trash can spot, so that we could, so that we could have dubbed her Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> <laughs> but that did not. That did not happen. Oh, in, in that's a dream, great. In a dream scenario. That's exactly uh, what. It, well, yeah. yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah. But yeah, that, that entire match, there was, 
there was once again there was so much good storytelling yeah with the different interpersonal relationships um you know the 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 troubles with between Becky and Charlotte yeah, beforehand yeah. and then and then the straight up hugging it out in the middle of the in the middle of the match that was that was real nice yeah it was um, the first time they've got along literally since the uh the pay-per-view we went to in SummerSlam 2018 you know that's yeah. that's when they turned when Becky 5 turned. years so Five it's, years it's been, been a while since they've got along in any capacity. So that's really yeah. Cool. And I, I don't know if you caught if you caught them on the on the um, uh, on the, the on post the, post, uh, the um, press conference. Yeah, the post show the post show yeah. press conference where the, where they're like, you know, someone someone one of the questions were asking like, oh well, now that you guys now that you two seem to be back on the same page, you think we're gonna see a tag title run? And they're like, whoa, 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 hold on a second, yeah. we're just. <laughs> We're just we just started dating again. Yeah. <laughs> let's not get too let's not get too you know, they're in the they're in the honeymoon friendship phase right. again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I don't know if they're gonna keep that up. Obviously, no, I, obviously, I, I, I mean I don't. they're on two different shows as well, which doesn't help, so that's that's also true. And I don't know necessarily if this is a you know I don't know how I don't know how Becky Lynch and Charlotte are outside of wrestling you know outside of wrestling. In yeah. character, in character, I I like that I like that they're I like that they're okay with each other right yeah. now. That's that's nice. They're like because there are other people that they both can have problems with. Yeah. Um. And I think that and I think that Becky and Charlotte need to be on the same page, especially considering what what we all seem to see coming with Bailey. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You know I there. There's part. I mean, this is really doesn't have to do. Well, it has a little bit to do with the match, I guess. Yeah. Uh, because you know that you you we, that you've we've seen it being teased ever since, especially since EO's return and with Oscar's with now Oscar joining. Oscar joining and Kyrie Sane returning. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, she's um. That's the probably the big story coming out of this is is Bailey whether or not she's going to be ousted as the leader kind of like edge was with judgment day. Yeah. And yeah. And it's of course they're playing it this way. And, and, and of course they're dangling, you know, they're, they've been dangling that, uh, in front of us yeah. since, uh, since the, since crown jewel. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm kind of ready for it. I think I'm ready for it. I think, I think Bailey did a, a, a fantastic job in, in creating in the creation of damage control like like you said with with judgment day and and them outing ed out, uh um you know kicking edge out i think it's smart it's smart and it's and what what does wwe do that i love they do something great and then they do it again right exactly but this time they're giving this time they're giving it a lot more time to sink in yeah um well, it's and, I'm, I'm getting very used now used to a Triple H style of storytelling, and it's not as rushed. And yeah. where where a, where a turn would normally happen quite quickly. Well, this look at the Judgment Day as an example that they were barely together like two months before they turned on Edge. Yes, that was that was a fast. Yeah, but, and that might yeah quick turn. That was a there. fast turn, which which you know in hindsight. I think we both. I think we both probably agree that that was going to happen. Regardless. It was going to happen regardless, and it was totally worth. It. Apparently, Edge has said that that was the ultimate plan, but 
they decided to just do it well vince decided he just turned up at raw one day and was like we're doing it like five months ahead of schedule yeah. so it was um it, it yeah it was out like kind of blindsided which I, I i loved because honestly no one saw it coming at all true that that's true no one saw that that and that that is why i think it worked for the first time it worked yeah. it worked that way because no one saw it coming and and i kind of agreed that edge that heel edge was it wasn't working it just wasn't working the way it i don't wasn't think he, the he didn't he didn't believe it. in it you know what I mean? Yeah. He, he didn't believe it's in It's just that. too difficult. It was just too hard for Edge to be that nefarious yeah. at that stage of his career. Yeah, exactly. With, 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 because pe- everybody just wanted to love him, and it just it just didn't work. And exactly. so I, I, I think it was the right move. I, I 100% think it was the right move. And there's, you know. I, was, I mean, look at... I mean, yeah, uh, in the long run, yeah, look where the Judgment Day is now. But yeah, and uh, we're doing the same with the Judgment Day. There's constantly every week. It's like, you know, uh, Damian Priest calling himself the leader and like, but then obviously Rhea Ripley do, you know, doing a lot of things. It would kind of seem that she's the leader. And it's like, there's a slight bit of infighting, but then they end up like resolving it as well. So, and obviously there was the rift between Finn and Damian for a while, which which I love because like it's so cool. Back in the day, I think you would get a rift between two members and it would inevitably end up in them falling out. What's great about this is like Priest and and Finn have had like uh, they had a rift, they sorted it out and it and that how that was like 2 months ago, 3 months ago. Yeah. And and it hasn't been mentioned since. Like it was literally a a genuine rift between two friends showing that not all rifts have to end in in a in a fight it can just be an actual just like real life you can just have an argument with a friend or a disagreement right yeah and and part of the and that's what what makes it so enthralling to me is that it is it is so realistic in that in that way yeah it's um you know yeah i've we've all fought with our friends and made up and you know without actually having to like physically fight them yeah um or, or like fall out completely where you don't talk to each other like yeah yeah, it, yeah it, it, it's it's definitely like you know he's you know with the way the triple h writes it's it's he definitely lays really into like real life dynamics of relationships between people yeah and what i think is interesting what i think is interesting the way they're playing i know we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves yeah so we'll get let's we'll touch back on that when we get to the judgment day match yeah 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 yes this right, match you know this this match what you know i want to give i want to give it all the props that it deserves yeah oh well i guess and we got from this because we we're talking about damage control and whether the ba- yeah ba- damage yeah. Co- yeah so back to damage control yeah. um uh you know i mean what again we could we could go we could go play by play in, in if we wanted to the but we don't need to no that, that's um, that's if you want to get that from a podcast this isn't your podcast we, yeah we're, we're not a play by play podcast um but there was a couple, you know, there was a couple few spots that I thought were were clever. Oh, Charlotte, like, Charlotte Flair doing a moonsault from the top of the cage is always notable. Oh, that's as well. always yes. Yeah. And um, the 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 Oscar the Oscar everybody pulling stuff out of the from under the ring, and of yeah. course, you know, when the crowd goes into when the crowd crowds have a tendency to to go into business for themselves <laughs> when it comes to stuff like this. You yeah. know, everybody was chanting for tables. Yep. And, yes, they were. And so the best thing, the best thing that they did was kept going under the ring and not getting tables. Yeah, until and the, like, it was like the last thing that was brought out, wasn't it? Until the very last thing. Yeah. Um, did they even? 
I, as crazy as it sounds, I don't even know if they used the table. It, it, I, was I the, it was the end of the match. It was the manhandle slam from the top rope. Oh, it was the manhandle slam. The, that was the table. The table. That was the it table. Was the, was that was the table that they used. Okay, yeah. it wasn't because at one point it was set up in a corner of the ring, and I'm and they I'm moved like, it. Yeah, they did. Okay, move that it. was yeah. the same. That was the same table. Yeah, I wasn't. I, I, I wasn't. I wasn't just having a weird blank like I just did now. <laughs> uh, yeah, manhandle slam from the from the from the top rope through the table. Uh, that was you know just just great, just a great all around. Everybody got their spots. Everybody got to everybody got to shine a little bit. Yeah, and I think you know what I love about majority of the PLEs this well this is the last there's also worth noting that this is the very last PLE of 2023 but one thing I've noticed from oh it is, there's no there is no oh because the there's Rumble. deadline there, well NXT deadline NXT deadline but no no main roster no main you know, roster yeah but we'll have to we'll have to determine if we want to if we want to review we probably are we're yeah, probably yeah. going to do that uh but one thing I've noticed as of late is that you know, every PLE that happens, there's no, and I think this is a universal thing. I think everyone can agree that we aren't getting that vibe anymore where people that are losing matches are feeling like they're less than or they've been buried by any any stretch of the imagination. It's like yeah. everyone finishes a match where the winner is obviously the winner and they that's how they've gotten over. But the person who lost isn't just being crushed and like being put over yeah, we see, less than oh you know? we, yeah and we certainly see that i mean we certainly see that in the next match well we, yeah, it's exactly uh, what i was gonna say yeah but that's before yeah. that though we saw the return of our, our truth the the yes the most the most oh most anticipated and greatest pop <laughs> for me same i freaked out yeah at the time yeah i freaked the fuck out i did when so good yeah. man uh, the way he just popped out of the from behind that sofa was like I've always been here. He's been I've just been here the whole the time. Been here the whole time, time. It's like he never literally he's been backstage this whole time. Yeah, it and, is. That is a man. Ron Killings is a is a fucking national treasure. He's an international treasure. He's he is a, an international. He is the whole a univer- world should. Uh, he is a universal treasure. He's a universe, he is, yeah universal multiversal i would go so far as as saying a multiversal i I don't think he should be signed to any one singular wrestler company i think he should just be able to turn up wherever he likes if if that would be the one thing because he could declare himself the the royal rumble on an episode of AEW dynamite you know what i mean yeah it would that he he's a character that is believable yeah it's believable enough in what he is in what he has created for for the R Truth persona <laughs> that yeah that he could legitimately just accidentally show up to to a, the wrong promotions event <laughs> and, and and everybody would buy it yeah would just no one would even question it no one would nobody would question it if 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 WWE if WWE let him yeah like this is one of this is one of those things where th- let's let's fantasy book for just a moment you know when once WWE once Triple H buys AEW in the library next year you know <laughs> um, before you know before it's all said and done like if there is some way to get to get our truth not to, not Ron Killings Killings but 
actually are truth. And if they could allow him to just show up somewhere yeah, and just it be, would like, be great. Be like, it would be magical. Oh, my bad. This isn't this isn't Monday night. Well, <laughs> you, I did, uh, you, you, you see seen Raw, right? But you, as you yes, say, you see watched... the Hulu version. So did you see the R Truth the... segments on Raw? No. So fuck Hulu for that because they because oh, they completely cut man. it out. There's this. So you saw that Jelly Roll. That's his name, right? Some music. Yes, artists. I saw Jelly Roll, and I saw I I saw a, I saw like something online. I saw a photo. Somebody sent a photo, or um, a, a buddy of mine sent me a clip of it. So I saw. Right. So I saw it happen. I was looking forward to seeing it, but it didn't happen on on Hulu. So, so, so fuck the Hulu cut. So I think Jelly Roll turns up backstage, and he's chatting to a whole bunch of people and and whatnot. And then our truth comes up, and and. Jenny Roll's gone and he's asking, he's like, I heard that there's like multi, like platinum award winning Jenny Rolls around and I want one basically. Yeah. I, that, is that why he had a plate of, a plate of pastries in his hand? Yeah. So you've seen that picture, right? I saw the picture of him right. yeah, covered so in like powdered sugar. He's and like, in the Judgment Day walk into their clubhouse. By the way, that's the official name because Damien Priest calls it a clubhouse. And I think oh, that's yeah. the funniest thing ever. I love it. I love it. Um, they walk into the Judgment Day clubhouse and they're all know? staring at the sofa and the camera pans around and R-Truth sprawled out on their couch with a massive tray of jelly rolls, actual jelly rolls covered in powdered sugar. And um, oh he was in there and he was like, oh. I got to go watch this. I got to go find He's this like, oh, He was like, you guys look really sad. Like, there's plenty of things to be happy about. You hear Randy Orton's back. <laughs> 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 and then um, he was like, and then he says like, well, I heard you guys need a, four, a fifth member for your War Games team. And I was going to say, maybe I can join. And they're like, War Games was three days ago. <laughs> Yes. See, this it, is I love. It's all I the archery so. things you need. It's 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 you need to see it that is, little segment. God, oh god, I love him so much. It's just so good. It's just yeah. I don't think it would work with any other guy. It's just he just no. pulls it off so well, man. I, I yeah. I just I don't know how. I don't know how we, like, we don't deserve it. We don't <laughs> as, as as the human race with with all of the shit. There is a lot of shit going on in the world all the time and and i truly believe that we as humans do not deserve the the the, the beauty of of our truth and what he has given us to in in forms of entertainment he's such an escape from for, even from like, wrestling he's just could an you escape. imagine if they gave our truth his own like 24 7 reality channel oh my god where it's where it's just a it's just a cameraman like it's just a cameraman following our truth around and it's just like what you know well that's what was great about the 24/7 championship at first is is they yeah. were doing these little segments on like planes and golf courses and stuff yeah i do miss that i really do. that that was a and and of course you know i know it was it started to get played out a little bit it did it probably ran its course yeah it, it did you know, it, they, it ran its course for sure it yeah. ran its course but i would certainly not be upset if it ever made a return again yeah yeah I, I, um so I, I, if anyone's never seen it you definitely if you've got it on the network or, or on uh on on fuck peacock uh if it's still yeah. on there but they when the wwe 24 episodes you know you remember those um there's an r-truth one and it is so good and it's about his whole life and 
growing up and his his run in with crime uh, before he yeah. got into professional wrestling and it's really really interesting so um i recommend that if anyone's never watched that before it's a it's a bit of a tearjerker actually come to think of it yeah yeah, yeah oh yeah it's, it's a it's a it's a real serious it's a real serious story yeah yeah um, um talk talk about serious talk about a serious story yeah the intercontinental championship match Hell yeah. I uh, love the run-up to this match as well, by the way. I thought it was great. Shit. Yeah. Talk about a serious story. Yeah, yeah. Gunther is the most serious guy on the roster about professional wrestling. And The Miz is... We've got the most professional wrestler and the most sports entertainer. Sports entertainer, yes. That's what we have. The, yeah, the peak of that, both those things facing each and other. And that combination. And just the, just the sheer fact that they... They went in on each other oh, yeah. extremely well. Like, yeah. it, it goes to show you how well both of them, both of them not only know the business, but know themselves yeah. and know yeah. who they are. I uh, actually, I listened to um, Gunter on the, um, on the Chris Van v- v- Vliet uh, podcast. Uh, yeah, I, still, I really got it. I really got it get into those i've got really I'm, into to listening he has really good guests on there and he had gunter on last week and yeah. even in that podcast he's obviously quite out of normally the guys on there are out of character guys and girls um but they he did ask him about the miz and one thing he said something that was like threw shade at him it was great he was like well miz represents an era of wrestling in the wwe where i just switched off and i wasn't oh, really yeah. watching yeah and it's just like damn like he represents that period of time where i wasn't watching wrestling anymore and he but he but he did it so well yeah with with elegance and like yeah he did he did it both it wasn't it wasn't out of character no it wasn't it wasn't no it was but it wasn't it wasn't technically in it was it was absolutely on he was being absolutely honest and i'm sure that's probably true that's i reckon yeah exactly i think it's actually true but i think he just while he was saying it, it's like well, i can easily lose use this and play it into my Absolute. story and that's what's so good about it is they yeah. really really were able to take really real things yeah that aren't just that aren't just oh i don't like you and i want your title or yeah i just think you're annoying blah 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 it's they went so well. They it was written. It was written. It was produced. It was delivered so professionally and exactly. so well. Yeah. That you know it makes because it makes everything they've done up until then matter. Like it, yeah. You know. And and then once again, you've got the Miz, who, by all accounts, he you know he doesn't wrestle that much. Not anymore. But no, but but he yeah when he does wrestle, it counts. You know. Yeah, and every time and every time he does, you're like, Oh yeah, this guy this guy is so good at yeah. what he does. He he certainly hasn't missed a second, ha- doesn't miss a step. And and Gunter and Gunter put him over. The Miz put over Gunter as much as Gunter put the Miz over in that match. You know? Yeah. Um just just phenomenal. The only the the ending of the match was a little it seemed a little out of nowhere yeah i get that um, i see what you mean yeah and i don't know and i don't know if that was because maybe they were running long because or or, or whatever because that was that 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 match had a lot of pacing you know that match that match was up and down there you know fat you know a few fast a few fast moves and then and then stop you know and then stop and slow it down yeah 
Yeah. Couple moves, stop and slow it down. Yeah. You know, really, really good pacing. Um, so maybe they got maybe they got a little rushed. I know that I know they kind of com- there was I saw some. They comments they might about, have been told to like wrap it up. You know, yeah. they probably had some slotted time. The, and- the, Obviously, obviously, the the lion ta- Gunter changing the Boston crab into a lion tamer was a nod to Chris Jericho, uh, 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 without a doubt. Because yeah, and it, you know it's great was- as well. Like I've also noticed. I mean, I I keep bringing this up every week, but for some reason in the last month or so, I've I've keep noticing these distinct differences between Triple H running the the, the ship and Vince. But mm-hmm. Chris Jericho is obviously a big player in the competition or however you perceive them. They're oh, over- still, oh. But even though he's in another company, during Gunther's entrance, they say that Chris Jericho is, you know, he, he's held the title more than anyone else at nine yeah, times. Yeah, they, they don't, they, yeah, no, those types of things, they don't, they don't purposely ignore them. Exactly. They also said, you know, listed a bunch of great former Intercontinental Champions and they, Edge was one of them. They, they don't yeah. ignore that. They just say it and it's great. Yeah. It's like, why ignore it? It's it's a thing. It's true, and it's it, it's it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt them in any way no, no, by no. by referencing the performers who have held the title. They don't. They're not. They don't say. You know. They don't say anything about AEW or the yeah. other companies that they're working in. They just they they're just stating facts. And you know, as long as you, you as long as you're stating factual information, yeah, you can't go wrong with that. And facts that matter is this was a this was a fantastic match. It was it was. It, it's certainly hard to pick a favorite match out of, out of this. Yeah. Uh, out out of this pay per view. I mean, there was only five matches, so it's so so. There's not a lot of competition. Now, it can definitely, I can definitely tell you what my least favorite match was. And that was the next one. I take it. That was the next one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Gunter, Gunter obviously to, uh, retained his IC title. Yeah. Um, which I think is which I think was the right. Thing. Totally the right call. And and we're sitting on I don't even know how many days now, but some five hundred and something. But there was, but holy hell, there was there was a moment there where we really thought the Miz was going to get it. I mean, yeah, I actually did. He, I, there was, I actually bought it for a second there. Yeah, when he pulled it, when he pulled out that, when he pulled the low blow into uh, into the uh, uh, what um, the uh, skull crushing finale, the skull crushing finale. Yeah, yeah. I don't but know that's why the I thing. Think I, you you can tell with two brilliant workers right because i as a guy who's watching wrestling much like yourself you go into a match like this and you know without a doubt gunther's winning right you're just like of course he is right yeah but i love and then it midway that, through the match I, yeah i love it when you watch matches like that where you know who's gonna win basically and then you still get caught kind of jumping out your seat for just a split second they're like what hold on yeah, you know what I mean, and they did that to me in that match, and I, I love that. I absolutely love that. I sat forward in my in my seat, and I was like, "No fucking way! Are they actually yeah. going to pull this?" And then I was like, "Ah, oh, you fuckers got me! Like you, you knew what yeah, you were doing." And it would have been a great, and that would have been a, gr- it would have been a totally believable way for Miz to have pulled it out. Yeah, by know? cheat, by cheating, basically. By, yeah. I love this, by the way. I love Miz has been a face before, but I love this this version of him as a face. He hasn't changed his character. He's still the same person. But yeah, I think we spoke about this. But he's the people's douchebag now. He, he's he, not. Yeah, and he's not really. That's that's the other thing. That's kind of weird because he's not really a face. Uh, funny enough, I was just listening to. I, I was catching up on some of the old uh, Bruce Pritchard podcast. Shout out yeah. to Bruce Pritchard. Some the uh, something to wrestle podcast um and and they were they were talking about a similar thing that they had the problem you know one of the problems with 
Stone Cold when he was a mm. heel was that he was still getting cheered. So they had so he was still doing heels things, but they but he was just doing them to worse heels. Exactly. Exactly. And, this is, and, and the Miz is really, really in that spot too. Yeah. He's not really a face because he's not doing anything that he's not doing babyface stuff. He's still he's still doing heel shit. Yeah, exactly. He's just less of a heel than you know. He's he's almost more if we if we if we want to D and D if we want to D and Dify the alignment. He's sort of he's sort of in that in that uh, neutral a little bit more neutral territory. Yeah, he is. To where he is. He really cares. It, it's still the Miz still only cares about the Miz. Yeah. At the end of the day. And that's a heel, and that's a heel thing to, and that's and that's inevitably still a heel thing to be. Yeah, he's still he's still kind of a prick, but there are so much bigger pricks than him. You know, he's he's getting into it with Grayson Waller and Austin Theory, uh, which which I think is great because those guys are learning how to be a dick from like and the who better dicks. to learn from? <laughs> yeah, uh, he's kind and, of and, he's you know, he's turning into that Rowdy Roddy Piper role. Yeah. Right. He's kind yes, of becoming right. the modern day version of that, and that's yeah, and that's not, a great. Play. That's not a bad thing to be compared to. <laughs> there is that, not at all. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, also the only only title that oh no, Rowdy Piper had a tag run, I think, but yeah, that was the that was his pinnacle of championship. Yeah, exactly. Intercontinental. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Title. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Twelve minutes and twenty seconds of outstanding intercontinental championship defense by yeah. Winter. No, no, no Imperium. No Imperium at no all, imperium, yeah. No, no nothing, no... In fact, he never no. really... He, honestly, Gunther always wins just on his own back, to be honest, most of the time. Yes, he really has it. Yeah, even when, even when the other, even when the other Imperium members were around ringside, they, they really didn't, they really rarely had any type of shenanigans, because yeah. that's not, because that's against Gunther's, you know, it's basically yeah, against Gunther's The ring, the ring is sacred. Thing. Yeah, the ring is sacred. Uh, I love it. That's a dude. That's a dude that, like I said, he knows exactly who he is yeah. and how to be. He knows exactly how to be Gunter, the Ring General. Exactly, and, yeah. and still your WWE Intercontinental Champion. Um, um, next yeah. up was a match that should have just stayed on SmackDown. In my yeah, opinion. it could have been in SmackDown. I, I, I actually probably would have preferred Escobar versus Carlito. To be honest, I think yeah. Carlito on a uh, having a, a PLE match for the first time in. God, what fifteen years likely would I have been a really good have, touch. I think the people would have cared. More I think the about people it. would have cared more. Not to say Dragon, like people, he was got, he was getting a chant during the match. Was, but I think oh yeah, he's was, getting, good, he's getting over. But I just think it's a little too soon for him to have a match like this. You know? It's it's a good match. I mean, the the match was great between the two of them. It was it was a you know it was a great match. Yeah. for what it was. But the build up, the build up to him jumping in from SmackDown because that felt because very rushed. Santos, yeah, it just, yeah, it didn't feel like it. It, it felt like they re- they weren't giving this, they weren't giving this the 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 whatever the whatever the whatever the storyline is going towards. They just weren't really giving it yeah what it needed for me for me to care about what was going on. Like right. already know Santos has turned heel like. The only thing we the only thing that we want to see is Santos versus Ray. Like obviously that's where we're going. That's where we're heading. Yeah, yeah. And obviously with and Ray every, being injured, we have to wait to get there. Maybe by WrestleMania we'll get that. Yeah, and maybe and maybe the problem maybe the problem uh, maybe the problem is Ray was legitimately injured. Or it seems get, that way. Yeah. And so they had to kind of rush into this. And yeah. They're, and they're and they're sort of 
you know, it was good, good, good that they got good that they got a PLE uh, payout. Good that they got some. Yeah, and some I, time. I mean, like I, I. I I, the dra- bar the Dragon Lee stuff being f- quite quick and forced, I think that the the whole LWO kind of civil war has actually been really good and I think executed really well. Escobar saying stuff like, I hope the surgery goes badly and you catch an infection. Like that is, <laughs> and, and your, leg, your leg gets amputated. Like that's such yeah, that's... awful heel things to say. Yeah, but here's the other, but here's the other thing that, here's the other thing that I guess is problematic for me is with with my with my with my ninety minute Hulu cut, I'm missing I'm missing some of this because I don't I didn't see all of I didn't see all of this so I'm missing a lot of this lead up and maybe and right. maybe there are things that I'm just not seeing. This is definitely it... of things they're gonna if they're gonna cut anything they're gonna cut these these like B tier storylines and you know, yeah. not to discredit them but obviously it's not main event it's not a, t- a championship situation it's just a it's just a general like grudge match i guess and yeah it, so I, I, if know, they're gonna cut anything it's gonna be that stuff i guess right yeah or you know it would have maybe maybe what would have made it maybe what would have made it a little more impactful mm. is if is if santos had like had jumped carlito right before the event you know so yeah, so yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. oh you know and th- and then they had drag, and then it was and then it was like a surprise. Yeah. But, but but giving it to us, giving it to us on SmackDown. It kind of I don't know. It just it just made me think. Well, like all right. Well, now I don't now I don't want to see this. I don't right. really care about this match. And you know, it was it was the least likely match. I I don't know. There could have been. I believe these guys, else. given more time, could have a, a great match. Like, yeah, I, I just, I just don't what, think it was enough time. I don't think there was enough lead up. I don't think people yeah, were invested. Really what it is. it they was just more time. Wrong they place, more wrong time. time. Exactly. So, I think in, in another go around, it maybe it would be better. But this time, it just didn't quite hit the mark for me anyway. Um, um, next, oh, oh, you have one more point. Oh, yeah. No. What was um, was there? I don't remember if there was a there wasn't a segment between that. I think there was a segment that I can't remember. I didn't actually make a note of where they were, but there were a few segments in the night of like of basically Team Cody questioning as to whether or not Randy's going to turn up or not because oh, by yeah. this point of, he hadn't turned up at all. Right, right, yeah. There was a little bit of that, and you know, and 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 uh, Jay being like, "Why would he show up?" You know, I absolutely you know, loved like, the end of Raw the other week where Cody revealed. Um, Cody revealed Randy. Randy, and the look on Jay's face was of just of like guilt oh, and like yeah, that was executed was like... so so well. And I I feel like again, mm-hmm. I, I God, I keep bringing these things up at the moment, but it's again one of those things where I feel like that would have been overlooked. Or right, it's this like is... oh, Randy's been out for a year and a half. The the fans probably have forgotten at this point what how he got taken out. So we'll just I forgot. It. Yeah, I forgot how but, he took, like that that's was that was what it. I mean. I like, forgot Triple H, was... if then Triple H is gonna if you've forgotten then Triple H is gonna fucking remind you. You know what I mean? Yeah, like and that and that's that, just that was great. His yeah his his facial react that is that was the coriander moment. Uh, of oh, Raw. so good, so good, that, yeah. and honestly, Jay Uso has been the coriander moment of many a moment in the last t- yeah. couple of years. He he's he's been that guy in so many stories. He, I, I in fact, right now, actually, I think Jay Uso is one of my favorite members of the roster right now. I absolutely love him. I think oh. he's he's 
just adds so much to every story. He's got such a dynamic and complicated background from the last three years. And it, he, you know, with him being in a like redemption arc right now, it's it's just such a he's got such a good story to. And then yeah, when he eventually meets his brother in the ring, it's going to get even better as well. So it's it's just so there is so good. And I want to jump. I think I want to. I think I want to jump to Raw real quick because yeah. because we saw those segments uh, specifically specifically with Jay and Randy Orton backstage uh, in yeah. the background where where Jay was basically like you know. He gave he gave Orton the whole spiel about you know the second chance and Cody and everything and Orton was like yeah yeah you know everybody these people trust you and that means something to me and he's like and he said but he said the best thing as long as you're out of the bloodline pause yeah we're good yeah and that was like and and the quick pause and the quick like you know it was just enough of a pause where you you have to think for a second. I'm like, I mean, he does say this whole thing. He's been saying this this whole time. He said he's out of the bloodline. But next week, we are getting Jey Uso versus, versus uh, Seth Rollins yeah. for the World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, just that, just the interwovenness of that storyline yeah. is insane. I am I am a hundred percent ready for this. I am a hundred percent down for main event Jey Uso to win the title from from Seth Rollins next week. I think that would be well, with it with the debut brilliant. that we get at the end of this pay per view, which I'm not going to mention yet until we well, get to it. But I, it's t- certainly a possibility because Seth might be very preoccupied for a few months. <laughs> well, there's there are certain yeah, there's a certain number of things going on. Yeah, that. That one, one, it, it, because that's the best, because that is the best track. That's the best way to get Jay versus Drew. Yeah. For the world, for the world title. Yeah. That, that is, that I want to, that I want to see. I want to see that. I want, I want, I want Drew to get his, you know, he wants to get revenge on the bloodline. He wants to get his revenge on Jay Uso and all this yep. stuff. And I think that's a perfect I think that's a perfect way to either swerve either one get get heel get heel uh get heel McIntyre in the title role so he still doesn't get his adulation he still doesn't get his praise he gets his title win in front of the crowd but he's gonna get booed yeah he's gonna right. get mega heat for it if he if he takes the title off Jey Uso more so than than if he if then if he beat Seth Rollins for it yeah yeah exactly. But, but if we do get, if we do get a, if we do get a betrayal, if we do get a Jey Uso's really been bloodline all this time, and the whole thing is we sent, sent main event Jey Uso over to Raw and undermine Raw from within, how great of a storyline would that be? That, I didn't even thought of that, and that's just beautiful to think about. Yeah. The good thing is, is... There was a few things. It, the thing is that I, I don't know where any of this is going, and, and that's such a good feeling because a lot of the times uh-huh. you can quite predict where things are going. The other beautiful thing is there are, you know, we'll get to the main event. Let, 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 well, I'll say this real quick, then we'll get to the women's match, and then we'll get yeah. to the main event. But there are so many storylines that have crossover right now. I've lost count 
how many storylines there are that are crossing over. But we'll talk about that in a second. But first, let's get oh, to, yeah. to Rhea Ripley and, uh, and Zoe, Zoe Stark. Zoe Stark, also, who we both said was like a... She, she definitely impressed both of us at the uh, Crown Jewel uh, last yeah, month. I will, yeah, and I will say that I, I made a note of this too because it was really... It was... The crowd was... The crowd was very much... Uh, Rhea Ripley crowd. They oh, were big time. They were cheering. They were they were literally booing Zoe Stark at the beginning of the yeah. match. Anytime she had offense, but but midway about midway through the match, or about a third of the way into the match, I, I'll say they they stopped booing her, and they were just ooing her. Yeah, yeah, like, I get ooh, you. Like I get oh you. oh, like like all the moves she was doing, the. She's got a great um, you know, that, that twist, the twi- that, that twisting senton thing from that like she the, did, the second rope, but from the, the outside, from the kind outside of, thing. of the yeah. second rope. Like I don't, I still, don't, I watched that, I watched that a dozen times, uh-huh. and I still don't know how her body moves. That it's mad. Way. I know it's great. The it's same great thing, move. the same thing with that weird reversal from the from the choke slam off the uh, off the turnbuckles. Yeah, which sort of looked a little weird. But it's like she completely twisted her body around and and kind of rolled through it. Yeah. So it yeah. was okay that like, it was okay that she didn't. She, it almost looked like she no sold it, but she didn't no sell it. She kind of weirdly reversed it, and 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 to my, to that point, I want to call something out, another thing out, because I heard because I saw some criticism, uh, online from 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 people who are who don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> Which is, you know, which is a lot of. I'm, I'll, I'll tell you this. I'll, I'll get into this. I want to say something because I, because you might have seen some of it. I get I, I get I get really heated on uh, certain certain marks uh, comments that you know you can tell are just like you you don't you're, you're watching a completely different thing. Than yeah, watching. right. If you, yeah, if that's what or you you're choosing, you're choosing to watch something. You're different. choosing, or you're yeah. cho- you're choosing to you're choosing to criticize something exactly because you because you don't fucking. There were people. There were people complaining about that about her suplex rever- the reversal right where she caught where she caught her and like oh that was a lot of work that was a whole lot of work for just a suplex. I'm like motherfucker. That was a double reversal. Yeah, exactly. That was exactly a double exactly rever- yeah. Zoe Zoe reversed the first move, yeah, and then Rhea and then Rhea caught her and powered her up and and yeah, what else were you gonna do? Like, sure, you could have done anything else. You could have done a number of other things there, but it wasn't about that. It was about the it was about the reversal. Yeah, exactly. There were so many there were so many good reversals. Those two work together so well. They do. They do. They are very like. Um, similar styles, but also very different, different uh, like yeah. uh, move sets. Z- Rhea, Rhea put her over again. Rhea put over Zoe as as a viable content as a viable contender. Yeah. That was another match where it's like, well, shit, like it's believable. It is believable that Zoe could have beat Rhea Ripley. Yeah, you know, it a hundred percent. When when she when she hit that when she hit that when she locked in and, and hit that that kind of snap German suplex yeah and you saw Rhea Rhea Ripley Rhea sold that so well her eye her eyes bugged out like she, like an anime character yeah she's been she really realized, good at doing cells like that lately actually yeah I I'm you know again 
she is Rhea Ripley is at the top. She is she is probably one of the greatest performers on 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 any roster yeah. anywhere in the world right now because she has everything. She has it all. Yeah. She has the yeah. look. She has the style. She has moves. She has move sets that she, that she can pull out all sorts of all sorts of things. Power moves, top rope maneuver maneuvers from the ropes, every kind of every kind of everything. Yeah. And, and her reactions, her timing, is impeccable. You know, she's not. She's she's the only she's the only wrestler not Samoan that makes a headbutt that makes you believe headbutts <laughs> are believable. Except for except for Drew. Except for Drew. Drew, <laughs> he pretty Drew much just Drew does it well. for real. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. Drew Drew but Drew hitting hitting Seth on Raw and, oh, and opening Jesus up Christ. opening himself up the hard way. Yeah, like, yeah. I think he even shocked himself. He kind of put I his think hand he up. He was like, he, oh well. Okay. He's like, shit. Wait, is that mine or his? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I also love the fact that he didn't even attempt to like clean it up. No, he like just when, he, when he was when he was on. still talking when he was still when he was talking to Sami Zayn backstage. He was also still, the yes. balls on the balls on Sami Zayn oh, God, for coming up to Drew after that. Like they were just in a match where they were beating the shit out of each other. Yeah, a few days ago. That's right. And the balls of him to come up, but you know, that was great. That whole play. That whole play. Once again, written so well when he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna work, I'm gonna work myself up from the bottom." Yeah. And so I'm gonna go, and, I'm gonna go make a match for for next week yeah. against you. And it was, it was just like, oh, that's a that's gonna be a great match. Uh, yeah. So so, kudos to Zoe Stark once again. She is. They're they're gonna put the title. They're they're definitely gonna put at the some title point on her she'll have the title point. on her, and she's she yeah. I yeah. mean she just Maybe, needs a bit and, more work and a bit more time, and yeah, she'll get there for sure. And it's all and it's possible. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even be mad. I wouldn't even be mad if they if they give her some time and they they give her time on the main roster and she goes down to NXT and gets the NXT Women's Title that she never won. Yeah, yeah. You know, because she certainly deserves it. Yeah. You know, um, for sure, for sure, she deserves to be champion. Um, and I don't say that. I don't say that often. I don't, I really don't. There are, there are a few people where I will like say deserve it. Uh, yeah. And Zoe Stark definitely deserves it. I would say so. Yeah, you're right. I guess, I guess onto the most newsworthy match for quite some time. Um, um, oh, before, no, before we get to that, before we get to that, I will shout out, shout out to referee Daphne LaShawn for, uh, for the quick, for the quick notice and picking up of Rhea's ear tunnel that she lost during that, <laughs> during the match. Scouted. I, I didn't even see that. Yeah, it was, it was during, um, it was during a, it was a different suplex. I think it was a German suplex that Rhea gave to, to Zoe from the corner, from the, uh, corner of the ring, right? And and her and her tunnel popped out of her ear when she hit the mat, and oh, kind of like kind of like did a little did a little roll around the ring. And as soon as and as soon as the you know as soon as she kicked out of the pin, uh, Daphne Daphne ran around and, <laughs> and grabbed it to get it out of the ring and put it in her pocket. So I didn't know that I didn't know that refs have refs have a little like third pocket on the side of their pants that really? I did, couldn't didn't even tell. Yeah, it was it was like the. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen the, the that third pocket that uh, that Dickie's pants have. Yeah, yeah, have, yeah. Yeah, that little they have a little pocket in there. So cool. Wow. I mean, okay. Maybe it's just maybe it was just her pants. Maybe it's just wearing. hers, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know if all refs have that, but but Daphne's pants have a little third pocket. So no. you know, 
Shout out to shout out to referees' pockets. <laughs> um, to the main event. Yeah, Cody Rhodes, Seth freaking Rollins, Jay Uso, Sami Zayn, and the returning Randy Orton. Eventually, again against the Judgment Day. Well, yes, we didn't know that. I mean, for the entire time, and 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 I certainly thought I certainly thought it would have been, it would have been believable if he didn't show up. And then uh, yeah, because that could have then then led to Cody versus Randy. Because yeah, there could have been a whole lot of things. Yeah. But apparently, but apparently, Cody Rhodes and Randy Orton are lifelong friends. Or or you know, my my good he he referred to them as, as my good lifelong friend or something like that. And I'm like, really? I, well, no, well, Randy Orton I wouldn't had say lifelong, friends. but but he obviously with legacy. Right. That's yeah. I mean, they were yes, they were in Legacy together, which was which was. I think that's more what they're referring to is is the fact that, I mean, obviously there's that, and like Cody has always said that coming up in in the business that Randy has always been a mentor to him. That's true. And he's learned a lot from Cody. It was. It was just. It it was just interesting. It was interesting hearing him say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that way because it was very it was very babyface of him. I mean, they're they're. They were very much pushing him, him as babyface Orton right now, and that's weird. It's yeah. always weird. So it'll be interesting to see who and when he like so, yeah, when I, the Viper when the true Viper comes back. Yeah. Out. I guess it's like whether or not here you know, going to Raw real quick, it looks you know, obviously we're gonna get Shinsuke versus Randy. I don't think that's gonna lead to a Royal Rumble match because well, it seems well, we're, like Randy's well, we're in getting, well, well, before we get, I mean, uh, d- d- before we get, before we get Shinsuke and uh, that, we get, we're getting Shinsuke versus Cody Rhodes. Oh, that's what I, did, what did I just say? Sorry. Oh, you said, Shin, yeah, you said Shinsuke versus Rollins, I thought. Oh, shoot. Or, sorry. Uh, Shinsuke, yeah, Shinsuke versus Cody is what we're going to be getting next. But yeah, I think maybe for sure, like we could lead to, if Cody Rhodes is not facing Re- Re- Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, then, then it will be the Rock versus Roman, and then yeah. we'll we, then I reckon we'd be getting Cody versus Orton at WrestleMania. I think I, I, a... I, it, it what you know it it would it would be so it would be so shocking and surprising to me if they don't go that if they don't go that route. Yeah, you know Roman Roman versus Rock at Mania. I mean. Where what else are we gonna do with 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 him right now? It, it, it makes the most sense for all reasons. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, I mean, what what do we want to say about the match itself? I mean, it was, you know, you saw a little bit of infighting. You saw you saw a few moments. You saw a moment with Orton and Usa and Jay where yeah, he was saw, like, it looked um, like it looked like he was about to it looked like he was about to RKO Jey Uso for a second and then and then and Jay, then Jay and saved him from uh, Jay saved yeah, yeah from Damian so I, I mean this is what I'm talking about so let me let me give me a second here to just break this down for you and this yeah, is what I mean like break it down break it down so we've got let's look at this we've got Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins at each other's throats we've got Jey Uso and Sami Zayn's dynamic well, yeah. Right. We've got Randy Orton and Jey Uso's dynamic. 
We've got mm-hmm. Randy Orton and Cody Rhodes dynamic. Uh-huh. We've got the Judgment Day generally against everyone, but then we've got Damian Priest's dynamic with the rest of the team being the leader. Yeah, we've got uh, we've Drew McIntyre. Got, got Drew McIntyre's dynamic with Seth Rollins and Jey Uso and Randy Orton because they've got a long-storied rivalry going back to the pandemic. And then we got Damien. Then we got Drew McIntyre's dynamic with the rest of the the Judgment Day because he didn't really want to be in a team with them, but it was just because they had a common enemy. Right. I don't know how many storylines I just mentioned there, but that's a shitload of storylines. Yeah, that was like seven or eight at least involved in one match. Yeah, intertwining, and it's been. In fact, no, fuck it. I don't think we've ever been at a stage of wrestling where there's this much going on at one time where. All of them are just, all of these stories are crossing over. And it's not just been for war games. A lot of these storylines have been crossing over for quite some time now. And you've yeah. got guys like Jey Uso, for example, who are involved at, in like three different stories at the same time. You know, yeah. so it's it's so cool to see. It's not it's not like one dimensional anymore. It's like, it there's that it's like a, it's a, everything's it's not, got yeah. moving parts to it. And it's so, so cool to see that so this is where this is what so i was gonna i you know i think i was texting you at the time and i said that my girlfriend this is the first time she had watched wrestling and we watched this this event and um we watched this and she she did enjoy it and and one thing i would say though is if you're going to in- introduce your partner or anyone to wrestling, I actually think you should start with an episode of Raw or SmackDown because yes. there's a lot of matches, but there's also a lot of talking and you can kind of get caught up with a storyline in one episode of Raw or SmackDown to be go like, oh, I get the gist of what's going on here. The commentators are always explaining what's happened the week before and what's happening generally they're all, I, and I actually realized it for the first time watching it with her that the, the commentators are always doing that job of like they're keeping in mind that someone might be watching for the first time all the oh, time. Oh, yes. And yeah. that's why, you know, some people might criticize WWE's commentary sometimes for that reason. I'm like, no, that's such a good thing. I don't want to be alienated by a show because you're not. You're making me feel left out because I'm not cool because I haven't I, caught up with this story. I don't know I, this random rap, wrestler from Japan. Apparently, I should know about kind of thing. Yes, yes, yes. That is exactly because I've because I've noticed and I've noticed myself. I've caught myself thinking that as well. Like, man, they're really like every week they keep reminding me of the storyline I already know. Yeah, and I'm like, oh right, but that's because I already know it because I'm following it. Yeah, this is like that's exactly this this commentary line is not for me it's it's for someone else it's for someone who it's for someone who may be just tuning in yeah because there is there are people everywhere who are just tuning into wrestling for the first time yeah like and this year especially with all of the things that they've done like there are new fans of professional wrestling all the time yeah and and we're in a I keep saying it, and I, maybe the third week in a row I've said this now, but 
I strongly believe we are in a brand new, a new boom of wrestling. I don't know what this era is called. I, and I, I don't think you know the name of the era. Well, until we're still you're in this it, match. We're still in this. Still, still in this, this match. Event. And uh, 34 minutes and 50 seconds of, of beautiful storytelling. Beautiful match. Great match. Having Randy Orton come out. Well, having Rhea Ripley come out to tease the briefcase. Oh, only for Randy Orton been... then to actually come out um, was, was a brilliant touch, by the way. Yeah. I didn't even consider to think that he could cash in the briefcase in the match. Yeah. Didn't even think even about know, it. Don't even know how they would have figured. Uh, yeah. And and we don't have to know how we don't have to know how they would figure it out because they didn't have to figure it out. They just they just teased they just it. teased it. Yeah. You and know? then obviously we had Randy come out. Huge pop. Great. So good to see Randy. He looks in amazing shape. He does. Uh, really good shape. Um Clearly, like you his know, head looks more muscular. Yeah, everything. Like everything his just literal jawline and yeah. his cheekbone. Like he, <laughs> I don't know how that. I don't know how you make. I don't know how you make your face muscles bigger. But like he, <laughs> yeah. And that pro. Oh, dude. And that promo with him and Rhea Ripley at the beginning of Raw. Of Raw. Yeah. 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 So good. Man. So also, good. also the quick. Also that little dig. I mean, let's let's be honest. Like, I mean. Seth Seth totally dug into dug into him too. Yeah. Everybody's gonna dig into him. Yeah. But Randy's Randy's dig when he was like the three most dangerous letters, you know, in all of professional wrestling. And I'm like, oh well, you know somebody else whose move has three letters. <laughs> uh, you know, hint hint nudge nudge. Um so we can see we can see all this stuff. Um Yeah, we get the match. The match is won. Cody Rhodes, Cody gets to you well, know, let's not let's win. not forget the incredible RKO from the top of the cage. Yeah, like, that was Randy's timing. Top. Sorry, but Randy's been gone for a year and a half, and the guy just comes into a War Games match and pulls off an insane RKO with impeccable yeah. timing. This guy people is would, a freak. It's just how some you... people are good, dude. And some people complained about that too. Uh, some what? people complained how? that it wasn't that gr- like, oh, who just? I'm like. Dude, he was he was being as safe as he possibly could. The timing on that was that, perfect. I'm sorry, man. Was, it looked great. The timing was perfect. The timing was perfect. He did, yeah. Randy, okay, Randy might not have gotten up as far as he normally does. It doesn't matter. Did, it doesn't matter. Look at matter. the one he, he did. Had, the, the one he did on Evan Bourne with the with the shooting star press. Yeah, he practically caught his head like an inch before it hit the floor. Exactly. Like, it's fine. It was it was perfect. Ti- it, the timing was impeccable. He. He did it in the safest way possible, you know. I'm just the thing is, I'm in, I'm more Excellent. mesmerized with the fact that he did it after being off for a year and a half. Yeah, it's like he hasn't. I have no idea. I, I have no idea if they practiced it. Who or knows? Not. But I don't even care. It's just even with practice, you're still being out for it, a year and a half. Yeah, it's like. Give, and uh, by the that, way, um, while, while give it Randy all the was, coriander, give it give it coriander with some oregano. On top. Just sprinkled all over that bitch. Yeah. Um, as Randy was leaving the arena, by the way, on Survivor Series, he gestured to the crowd and said to the crowd, ten more years." That's what he said. Yeah. So it seems like he <laughs> thinks he has ten more years in him. So, I, hey, by the way he looked, by the way he looked there, I could so, totally see it. As yes, long as he's, he's only forty-three. I thought he was. I thought he was older, but he's only as long 43. as he stays. No, Randy. Yeah, Randy Orton is younger than me. All right, so I guess we've hit that so part. That's it. That's it. That's the pay-per-view. I mean, that's the pay-per-view's the pay-per-view. over, though. 
You know, the, and the, that's that's what we all thought. We we got we had the whole Triple H classic, we which we haven't the, had in quite some time. We've had oh, the little trademark the thing come up in the corner. Trademark comes up, and that was it. I turned I turned it off. I turned yeah. off the, as soon as the trademark came off. I turned off. Nothing else happened, right? Nothing right? else happened. That was it. Nothing else was done. So that's it. That's, that's the pay per view Survivor Series 2023. Yeah, yeah next Great week we're talking match. about in your house Judgment Day 1998. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's it. All right, see you guys. See you. Bye. <laughs> And then, and then, <laughs> um, and then something that I did not think was ever going to happen. I uh, really did not think this I was going to happen. I just didn't. There's never. I was actually walking this morning to work, right, like from the station to work. It's like a five yeah. minute walk, and it was just going through my mind. And I was like, never before has there been a more apt scenario for the phrase "hell is frozen over," yeah, because. It's the only phrase I can use to compare to this situation, and I want to, and I, and I want to get this. I'll get this out, and I will, I will come clean. I'll put this on, on on the air so that we can, so that we have this in perpetuity, you know, so that it is there. Anyone that can, he, he wants to hear me. You, you know, if you listen to any of the, any of the previous podcasts or ever talk to me, you know my feelings mm. about about. Uh, about CM Punk. Let's say his name. Finally, Finally say his, his name. name. <laughs> say his name. And and just like Seth, just like Seth Rollins said, I've meant everything that I've said about CM Punk. I meant every single word of it. I meant it. I mean it still. I don't. I don't. I didn't care. I didn't care about him. I. I still don't care about him. I still don't care that he's there. It doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. At all. When I rewatched when I when it when he when he came out, I was I was visibly I was upset. I was just like, "Fuck, man. I really thought they were just not going to do it. I really thought that I really thought they were going to let it let it go because I don't, didn't think I don't I didn't think WWE needs it. I didn't right. think they needed it. I thought WWE, I think they, their product was just fantastic as it is. But I have, but I put my faith in Triple H. I put my faith that there is a reason and I will, and I will allow, I will allow it. <laughs> I will allow that. So allow his, it here's my, that, Jesus Christ. Anyway, let's begin with this. Here's, here's my perspective on it. Now, okay. I, This guy is so I don't think there's been anyone in wrestling that's been more polarizing than this guy. Like uh, you can yes, absolutely. And he really is a fans honestly if you like this guy, you are you worship the guy than the ground he yeah. walks on. Like that Chicago crowd, I come on man. When do you ever get pops like that? Like, listen, I, yeah, I, I I get it, I get it. And when I rewatch, when I watch it again, and I actually listened to the crowd, you like, barely hear the, his music playing. Yeah, I mean, yes, of course they're gonna, of course they're gonna pop for him. Would it, I mean, obviously it's in w- Chicago, and I understand uh, that, of course. of course, right? But they had, of course, they want to get the biggest pop they could possibly get, and that's the only way you're going to get the biggest pop that you're going to get is in Chicago. Yeah, so they wouldn't, they they would not have got, it wouldn't have gotten that pop in in New York. 
But here's the it deal. Got a pop. It would have got a pop, but it wouldn't have gotten that pop. It's all, that's, that, is the, that is the CM Punk is in Chicago pop. Yeah. And it's huge for, for all the reasons it should be. Yeah. I'm not one, but I'm just not one of those guys. I'm just not one of them. Yeah. It's going to take so much. It is going to take so much for him to, that I listened to, I listened to him. And that's the thing. I watched it. I watched it. I listened. I didn't turn off the channel when he came on. Actually, I did. Well, I tur- I went accidentally. I threw, <laughs> because I threw my phone down. I threw my phone down and it hit the remote control. It actually turned off the paper and everybody was like, what happened? Like they thought, they thought it went off the air. Right, right, right yeah. after it came out. I was like, oh shit. I accidentally turned the fucking channel. <laughs> um, so it, it, right. Here's my thoughts. Right. So, I, when CM Punk was in the WWE, I was a massive fan of CM Punk. I, I was, I loved him. And I had his t-shirts and everything. And I, I thought he was the, he was great. And when he left and everything started to come out about him mm-hmm. and it was all at the time, very confusing. And then, you know, it was like, it came to kind of light that he was being a bit of an asshole and being, a, and being, 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 being like hard to work with that's when it kind of came to me where i was like oh shit like the it wasn't the wwe weren't at fault here it was he was at fault and that's and that's part of and and again that's also part of what ruined it for like i didn't i didn't despise cm punk the way i did after he left while he was there i you know i was as i was as much of a fan of his as anyone who was supposed to be like he got the pops he got when he got it. Like, but even, but even towards the end with the pipe bomb stuff and all the, like it started, it started coming out. It just started seeming like, man, he really just sound, he really just sounds like a fucking jerk. Yeah. He really just sound, he really just sounds like a, like a, like an ass. And it, it, and it's, it's, and it's, it certainly this came is out what that I mean was. by polarizing. It's just like, I, I can't, I can't work the guy out. Now I understand he's, I actually think as a person and his values from what I can tell, he actually seems like a stand-up human being, right? In the sense that he actually does have quite good morals about him as a person, right? Possibly. 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 But possibly. in way, in certain ways. In other yeah. ways, I think he... I think he makes really brash decisions that he thinks are the best ones at the time. And then afterwards he goes, well, fuck, that was a stupid thing to do. Now, let's go and quickly touch on his couple of years stint in AEW. Obviously, a good nine months of that was spent injured. But obviously, there was the whole situation with the pre- uh, you know the press conference where he like lost his mind and said a lot of stuff in, the, in that press conference. And yeah. the thing is, at the time just being completely truthful here and 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 if you don't like what i'm about to say whether that's up to you but he said a lot of things in that press conference at the time people were like well that's a bunch of bullshit everything he said in that press conference at the time ended up being all completely fucking true that's he he, yeah he spoke out about AEW and the way it was being ran and it all just turns out that he was just seeing it all and i'll be completely honest with you the reason he saw all of that is because he was a top tier talent in the WWE, and he could he knew how a wrestling company is meant to be ran, and he may yeah. have not have agreed with a lot of things that happened in the WWE, but on a managerial 
like running a business level he could see that what was happening there was not how a wrestling company should be ran and i could yes, tell I... that very quickly he was like this is a fucking joke this he said it these guys couldn't run a target and it's being run by children he said that yeah and oh and he that and 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 but that's also that's also the problem that's also the, the one of the biggest problems with anyone anyone who is a narcissist who has narcissistic tendencies yeah. which which i i 100% believe that phil brooks has has those had them and and maybe he is maybe he's changed a little bit maybe and maybe the frustration maybe a lot of it came to light because of his frustration over there in aew and seeing it and his hot-headedness and his inability to just well given the ability to just say whatever he's thinking right at the time yeah was obviously a terrible move for them it 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 proves it in, in essence, it does. It's a self-fulfilled prophecy because it proves that he was right. Because they should never have allowed him to have those live microphones. This is the problem. Over there, and that's the, over there in AW. Like I'm all to giving creative freedom it, to a talent, but they give way too much creative freedom and to that's, a talent. And, and and that's and that's why I also the the AEW WCW comparison is the exact same. It's like yeah. When you give people who are so far and above you the freedom to literally just shit on you, yeah, and then they do because because they're kind of right, yeah, and why and you know what? Why not? Why not take him for everything he's worth? Why not? Why not? Why not just it? It was. It wasn't the problem. Was it wasn't entertaining? It wasn't. It wasn't fun to watch. It was. It was painful. It was uncomfortable. It was sad. It made you, and it and it just made me like, it, like you said, everything that he said turned out to be true. Yeah. But that also, but that also makes a you know that can make a narcissist even worse. It, when he's vindicated, yeah. When he's vindicated, now if they are now if they're gonna put him on a leash or whatever they're go, or if they're just gonna be like, listen, man, do not say certain things. Just fucking, just let it. Let us guide you. If it works, cool. If people, if people, if there's people that enjoy it, cool. If there's, if it's, pe if there's people that it pisses off and that causes more people to talk about it and more people to watch, sweet. That His, is awesome. It, I'm glad. It, I'm having a guy w like that on your roster is it, it's risky. And then like he's a loose. It certainly is. He's a loose cannon, and it's like that's either going to create some of the best fucking TV that you now, could possibly offer, or or just shit. Yeah. Really. Now, of course, it also now it has come out, and I don't know if you've seen this either, but it, it is it has come out since then that there were there were multiple people multiple people knew beforehand. Yeah. It, it is it has come out blatantly that Seth Rollins knew and and you know and Drew McIntyre knew and obviously other people knew because because they had to cue his music up and they had to have his. You know, they yeah. There's, there's a reason the that the, 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 the five guys, the, all the guys that won the match and lost the match, are still hanging out in the ring in the cage afterwards. Like they weren't yeah. standing around celebrating for an awkward amount of time. They they all knew. Now there's a few things I do want to touch on, and mm -hmm. there's a few things that narratives are being spun, and it and it annoyed me. So I'm going to touch on them. There I was this it. big That's news what... story being spun that Drew McIntyre was angry and stormed out of the arena. Oh no. Well, yeah, in fact, I mean, no, there's been footage released of the cameraman gesturing to his arm, like waving oh, yeah. him to hurry up because his music's yeah, yeah. about to hit. There's this other 
camera angle which has been filmed from like way up in the stands of filming michael cole and when cm punk's music hits he throws he looks like he throws something like he throws his pen but yeah i, I tagged you in a video earlier today and it's oh michael yeah and then cole. they show he's just dancing he gets himself he when the music hits he gets so excited he's dancing to the music yes Corey Graves looks pissed. Corey, Corey Graves, Graves looks pissed. But that's Corey Graves that, was a it, statue. Corey Graves was was like stone faced. And I think that's, I do. Do I think? Here's the deal. I think that prior to this event, anyone, from what I can hear, now there was a story that came out last year that CM Punk turned up at an episode of raw and also turned up at an episode of impact this mm. is after he had been released and he would um at, he was like just visiting backstage and by right. this but this is all kind of like dirt sheety kind of stuff but by the sounds yeah. of things he had visited impact and he had visited an episode of raw and he was trying to find and meet up with people so he could like bury the hatchet and apparently when he went to raw mm. two people that he spoke to were seth rollins and triple h okay and the reason he had, he was told to leave because vince mcmahon wasn't happy that he was there mm. now but it sounds like to me that's a guy who knows that he's done wrong realizes he didn't realize what he had lost until it was gone and that was the wwe and it and, very and it very well should and he should be and he should be apologetic. I believe he should be apologetic for it. And maybe he is. Yeah. And maybe he has changed. And yeah. maybe things are going to be different. And maybe everything that he said is true. And people are and mo- more people are happy to see him back than than aren't. Now and I, and that sounds and that sounds great and lovey and cool and everything for everybody. Um, I still don't care. I mean, I still don't. I like. It doesn't necessarily excite me to see him. Like, I'm, I'm still, I'm reserving all of my judgment, and I will, and I'll be as open and honest with it when, when we have to review things. When, yeah. what, I mean, obviously he's going to be here, and he's probably going to be here for a little while, and we'll see what happens, and we'll see what he does. What I am but here I'm, completely for, though, is I'm here to talk about it. <laughs> What's that? That's what we do. I'm here to talk about it. Oh yeah, that's what we do. But what I'm podcast. here for is what was filmed by a bunch of fans after Survivor Series went off the air. Yeah, and that so that set, kind of now this kind of stuff gets me going. The Seth Rollins reaction, yeah, flipping out, having Michael Cole and Graves and the referees having to hold him back, flipping him off, telling him "fuck you," like this is what I'm here for. Now, clearly, clearly, it's I, all the work, I, all the work, and it's so good because this is the this is what. This is one of CM Punk's strengths is you can blur the lines between real life and storyline with him. This is true. And that and and with WWE now and with the way they are running stories. Yeah. It's, it's it, yes, it's it, going to it can get really good especially between these two. Now, I don't know if you saw gonna... there was an interview last year um that they did with Seth Rollins for a 2K uh like interview they did. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And where he called Seth where where he called CM where he Punk calls a him cancer. cancer and like Yeah. Philly, Philly, Phil, just stay away. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, clearly, these guys, to me, it seems like to me, these guys talk and they're like, 
let's just plant seeds now while we can and just in case you do end up here again yeah and he well, has that's... and now there's loads of stuff to lay into it's it's exactly. perfect it's and that, perfect and, and that i'm here for that i'm here for i'm here yeah. for the story i'm here for the stories i'm, I'm here, here for the forget all the backstage politics forget all the who these people are as people as yeah. it goes for characters on television i'm here for that i'm here yeah. for that yeah, I'm, totally I'm here for, for I'm here for it all. I think, and I think I think at the end of the day, they they gave they gave a lot of people what they wanted. They gave and they and they made and they made an impact. They made his you know record number record number of views. Well, this that's everything. what I was about to say. So this is that's this says everything you need to know. It had the most social media WWE um, views. In the history of the company. Yeah. 87 million people viewed that. That's more yeah. its social interactions than The Rock had when he had his return a few a few months ago. Yeah. What does that it's say? The, like It's, it's people, the hottest thing right now. It's yeah. the hottest thing right now. Let's see how... But let's see how hot it stays. Let's see what... You know, let's... What are they going to do? And where are they going to go? And, yeah. and I mean, it, you know... He's not gonna. He's not gonna start. He's not gonna start a mid card feud with Grayson Waller, no. you know, or shit. Like, or, who knows? Who knows? I just. I just said it, and we know. We know that Triple H. We know that. We know that they're tapping our lines because because we're now at like we're now at like the fifth or sixth week now that we've that as soon as we post up a, a podcast yeah. days later. You know, I sent you that clip from from uh, from the Bruce Pritchard podcast. Shout out to Bruce Pritchard once again, <laughs> where he talks about. We were just talking about the how good Paul Orndorff was and how underappreciated yep. he was, and then and then there it is, there they are talking about how Paul Orndorff, you know, could have been could have been a great heel champion, and he was so underrated. Yeah, we're definitely gonna. So we're definitely gonna go into that Paul Orndorff episode later on down, which we might do in December because we've got some extra time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um. Anyways, that's that's the Survivor Series. I don't think there's anything else we need to talk about. I think that's um, I mean, pretty we, we much touched, it. We touched a little bit on on what happened on Raw, you know, it, within within all of that. I'm. Bottom I just want to say, there's just like I, the the state of this of the WWE right now, right before the the road to WrestleMania. Um, I, I, it, there are so many people in the, on the company right now that I that you could slap a world championship onto right now they, they've built all these people up so perfectly cody is jay uso sammy Zayn, randy orton damian priest drew mcintyre gunter you know that these are all people that you can slap a world title onto and it would be believable at this point yeah and yep. there was a long period of time where there were like two people at the top of the card that you could be believable champions and everyone else was considered a mid card or below we're yeah. in a, such a good time right now. Just like, you know, I'll compare it to the Attitude Era where you had Austin, Rock, Foley, Big Show, um, you, you know, amongst others who were Triple H, who were like at the top of the card. There were so many main eventers. And we're at that time again where there's a ton of main eventers. Now CM Punk's here in the mix. It's like, it's just a fucking great time to 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 be a WWE fan, to be honest with you. Not a wrestling and, fan, but to be a WWE fan, I think it's a really special and, time right now. Yeah, and and if I uh, one one thing that I one thing that I made sure that I wanted to note because on a positive, you know, there's I can I can say negative things uh, you know, all I want about things, but one of the big positives and one of the things that I do hope 
happened happens and it and continues to happen is that living color gets a good payday from the licensing <laughs> yeah like oh that, they're playing in the uk on monday actually they you know they should and, and i don't know if this is true but i but because i because i heard that they re-recorded a version they have, of it they have and so maybe that maybe that is maybe that will help you know re-recording it so that they have their you know full full rights to it yeah i just hope i really hope living color is getting a good payday from that because those guys deserve i mean that you know, they well, I that. guarantee you, there's there's plenty of thousands of people that went to listen to that song after that pay per view. So, oh, I'm sure. Oh, I'm um, sure. That's definitely going to help them for sure. Yeah. So there it is. I mean, there it is. That's the that is the pay per view. And, um, and, and not, basically a pay per view to cap off what is ultimately a year of a probably one of the best premium live event pay-per-view years i think the wwe have ever had there was not one stinker in no. that entire 12 month run of ple's every single one delivered on a top-notch level yeah in my opinion uh yeah and i think we we already we already plugged the instagram we already talked about the patreon oh no well, yeah we do have a patreon we have a patreon at punk stock wrestling we have the we have the empty tiktok um, hey, there's a, there's a Facebook group that I created. We oh, gotta yeah, start posting the Facebook in there. Group. So, yeah, so yeah. yeah, if you're on Facebook, um, you know you can you can find us there as well. Uh, yeah, next week and uh, next week is uh, next week is in your house Judgment Day from what was that 1998. So yep. there's going to be a lot. Yeah, there's going to be a lot to talk about. Yeah, uh, and, talk about that. and once we get to next week, we'll figure out what we're doing for the rest of December. Yeah. Because there's going to be a lot. It's going to have a bit of fun, I think. Uh, yeah, we're going to have a we're going to have a good we're going to have a good month. Yeah. So I don't know how we end. Oh, how do we end? We just end. We just end things. <laughs> that's kind of how we always do it, right? Just kind of end things. Yeah. We still never figured that out. So yeah, I think that's it. That's it right now. That's where we that's end. That's it. Just All here. right. Okay. Yeah, man, that was, that's a good one. Oh, fuck yeah, it is. This is a good one every week, dude. Every week. I noticed today that um, the guy from Co Co Comedians of Wrestling, Marshall, remember that guy? Yeah. Yeah, he followed us on Instagram earlier. Oh, nice. Shout out, Marsh, dude. Yeah. Oh, good to hear you. Good to hear you. And good to see you. Good to see you following along. Yeah. Um, oh, you know what's weird? I found, for the first time on one of our posts, I don't know if you get ever get this. But I saw a po I saw one of the posts you just posted today. It had a uh, comment. It had one comment, but when I went to click on it, there was no comment. Oh yeah, well yeah, you're right. Was that, no, that's was the that, first can time you that I I did see it. I I can't remember what it said. Um, let me see. If was I can... it hidden? Was it hidden because there might have been a, a word? Like I don't know if I have like key certain keywords um, hidden. Well, no, it's it's weird because 
it's here. I can see it. But if I try and like it, it won't let me. It's really, really? weird. Anyway. What's, okay, what, what, does, what is the comment? Because I've seen this happen on other posts. So too. it's like I did a picture of CM Punk and I put, what's your favorite wrestling return? And then I said that, that the, what this yeah. week's episode's about. And then the comment is from someone called 518 Hophead. And, um, and the comment says, not this sellout. That's for damn sure. Hmm. <laughs> We're doing all right, man. Like we're, we're yeah. actually, we've got had a few, quite a few followers this week, and you know, uh, if I awesome. see a, a slight few more people watching or listening along, like uh, not watching, sorry, but listening along every week, then I'm I'm happy, you know. Yeah, and and, and I do want to shout, I do want to shout out our followers, of of course, and I because this is what we, you know, we have, we are, we are characters of sorts. So you know, there are definitely times where in our in what little promotion we do right now, we could, we might come off. I well, not 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 you, but I. I can come off as an ass very yeah. easily. Um, I'm I, I'm kind of a heel. I'm kind of heel in 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 comment sections. But I always kind of turn it. I try to turn it around at the end. I try to turn it around and make it. You known. always turn it into a, a cheap plug for the podcast. I turn it into a cheap plug. Yeah. And you know, I can you know. If if I go a little too far, sometimes like you know maybe I go a little too far. Um, hey, that's on me. That's on me. I'm you know what can I say? I gotta be me. Maybe <laughs> I maybe maybe the reason maybe the reason I hate CM Punk so much. But uh, you know thinking about this, we'll just go into this a little. Let's get a little let's get a little serious for a minute. Okay. When I when I watched CM Punk's uh, CM Punk's promo at the end on of Raw, Raw yeah. And he looks straight in the camera. Yeah. And it's like, motherfucker, he's looking right at me. He's looking right <laughs> into my soul. And he's fucking with me. Because he knows. Because I'll give you this. I've said, uh, and I say it later, uh, you know, we talk about it later. I've said I've said disparaging things about CM Punk. Even last uh, week. About the per- even last week. Even, yeah. uh, even up to last week. And I meant every word of it. Yeah. I did. I mean, I mean, I mean everything I say when I say it. I may not mean it later. I may apologize for things. I may, I may come on. You know, I may get a little heated at times. I mean, that's what that's what this is about. This is, you know, he. Here's the deal. You said he looked straight in the camera and he said, "I'm home," right? Yeah. And And the the son of a bitch. Yeah, I, I believed him. I do. It's hard to. It's hard not to believe him. I still don't like him. Still right? don't like him. That's, he hasn't. He hasn't won me. He hasn't won me back. I'm like in he, any way. He says like Triple H said it in the post conference. Oh, people can change. I'm like, I guess people they can. can. They people can change, and, and he's can. right. It's like this is a different company right. now. There's different people in charge, and he CM Punk's a different person. And like, I actually I do believe that like, you know, he can be easy enough to work with. I actually just believe that in AEW. He, they poke the bear too much. Yeah, and, and I hope and yeah. I hope it's all true. I yeah. hope it is true. I would love nothing more for it to be for it to be a really good time and be yeah. beneficial for everyone. Yes, yeah, I want I want what's best for business. I want what's best for the performers, and I want you know, uh, and and I want to enjoy wrestling. Um, and I can get you know, like I said, I can get heated about things, and I don't have to like everybody. I don't have to like him. Um, I'm not gonna, but I'm not gonna like. I'm not gonna be one of those guys who's like, oh well, if he returns, I'm gonna, I'm gonna quit watching wrestling. That's like, like saying no, I'm gonna quit doing something silly, because Larry works at the local Starbucks again. Yeah, 
I'm not going to stop doing something because it's, the guy works somewhere again. The bottom line is it's doing exactly it's doing exactly what they wanted, and it's getting everybody to talk about it's it. It's just about gained it. we can't, the attention of everybody. We can't not talk about it. But here's but here's the point I want to make, and I found this out, and you know, and I call and I call attention to like narcissistic tendencies and things like that. I've I've dealt with a lot of I've I've dealt with in past relationships and past friendships and other people. Mm. I. I I have a I have a high I have a high level of instantly get turned when I know someone when I when I see those types of tendencies that really really turns me off for a number of reasons one of which is because I've known I've seen those types of tendencies in myself in the past I have certainly been now now there are some people there are probably a lot of people that would never think that and might not know everything there is about me but i know it about myself whether right. i hit it whether i hit it well or not or whether i allowed people to to know that or not i know that i've in the past and this may have been very long in the past way in the past i know that i have been an asshole yeah i've been a prick in the way that he was a prick and and they, and, and, they, and not necessarily intentionally just because I didn't know any better and mm. because I didn't have people guiding me in, in that way or because I was because I was hanging around with other narcissists and other assholes and it was turning me into an asshole. Yeah. You know? That literally happens. So when I see people like that, sometimes one of the real real reasons why it irritates me was this is this is true. This is this is me. This is this is this is this is, this is Ralph being Ralph, not R. W. Hellborn. It irritates me when I see that because it because it reminds me of when I was an asshole. Right. When I did yeah. shitty when I did shitty things to people that didn't deserve it, just because I didn't care about mm -hmm. what how I came off to other people because I didn't care because I didn't care about anything else. And so when I so that's really the deep rooted part. It's really just me. It's really just me that. Uh, so so maybe so maybe what I need to do is maybe I need to embrace this in the way that that others have allow myself to realize that this is that this is a thing that I've also I've had to work on and I feel like I've pro become a better version of myself over the years. Mm. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be openly talking about it like this right now if I didn't feel comfortable enough to be able to say that. Yeah. So I need to give him the benefit of the doubt. I need to give him some benefit that maybe everything he's saying is true and maybe the things that other people, but I still have to wait and see. So wait and see. And it's what, like, yeah, but I, I felt, I felt him, I felt, you know, he said when he was in AEW, he said a lot of things. He said things like, you know, the grass isn't always greener, like referring to mm -hmm. the WWE. He said the grass isn't greener in the WWE. He said, he said, uh, you know, things like, you know, get get your tickets to a buy one, get one free yeah. extravaganza, things like that, yeah, you know, like and, and I bet obviously when he while he was there, he never thought that was, no one ever thought this would happen. He's he the one to, guy, but, the one guy that we all kind of reserve the right of like, he will never come back. And yeah. And and so I think and, and of course and of course, I some of it might have some of it might have been some of it might have very well been. I'm going to say I'm going to vent I'm going to vent and I'm going to say things that are explosive because I know it'll listening. get, because yeah. he knows, because he knows it'll get the reaction. And it yeah. did. It certainly did. 
but now he's got to eat all that you know now yeah. he's got to he's gonna and, and i'm and sure I, with the with the storyline with with seth which is gonna happen a lot of these comments are probably gonna get brought up of course they are and, and he's it's gonna, gonna have, be interesting and he's gonna have to... hearing seeing him defend that and you know what and 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 i'm and i'm here to see it i'm here to see how it goes down and yeah. we're here to talk about it that's right we're, we're gonna we're gonna talk about it and i'm gonna be like like i've always said i'll only i'll only say i'll only say the truth for me yeah you know i'm not gonna we we i've said it i said it even in previous podcasts mm-hmm. when we when we were like well what if he returns i'm like well then i might change my mind you know, yeah. I have the ability to change my mind yeah, when, yeah. Presented, You're a human when presented being with feelings. When presented with new information, and when and when given the opportunity to open up and allow someone the opportunity to prove that they've changed. That's right. Let's see it. Yeah. Let's see what let's see what happens. The only thing that it could be really good, or it could all backfire and become a become insane. But you yeah. know it's professional wrestling, and it's and it's always insane. And we're I think it's at this it. point now. If if this goes tits up, that's oh, that's not is that a phrase in America? I think we so yes, uh, ass yeah. It's sort of the same ass over tea kettle. Yeah, know, yeah. yeah just up. if things just fuck up, basically. Yeah. But if things go tits up with um with this, like this is his last shot, and I think yeah. if this yeah. goes wrong and it goes the way that AEW went. He will essentially be blackballed from professional wrestling. Right. I don't. I don't see that. I don't see there any coming back. If no, he, he has to make this. If work. he truly burns, yeah. You know, if he, if he burns the bridge again, then then there will be no bridge left to fix. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But but hey, we're gonna talk about everything else that happened before all this. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I think we already said let's get into it, but let's let's, let's get into it. Let's actually get into it now. Fuck it, Al. Yeah. Holy shit. <sighs> yeah. This, whew, yeah. This one actually was a little bit. We got a little extra. Got a little extra in that. Yeah. Uh, extra meat in the bone there. Yeah. This. Oh man, man. This is all meat. This is all meaty. <laughs> so, yeah, man. I think this is. I'm glad we started a little early, so you can you can wrap this up and because well, it's ten. It's all ten. It's quarter past ten, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to stop recording now.